listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Wednesday, May 6th. Yes, it is. It was trash day, so I knew it was Wednesday. Hey. (laughs) It is, uh, it's a good day. We're going to talk about Corona verses, and Uh we're also going to talk about food. So God's word and food. Um, (laughs) It's a pretty great day. Feeding the soul, (laughs) feeding the body. It's a good day. I'm excited about it. Uh, thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Joining us by phone today, Pastor Phil Hoppe, pastor at Peace Lutheran Church in Finlayson in St. Paul in Bruno, Minnesota. Pastor Hoppe, thanks for joining us on the Coffee Hour this morning. Hey, glad to be back with you guys today uh, to talk about this topic. I am uh, always excited to have time to talk with you. You've been sharing uh, Corona verses on <laughs> Facebook. Um, I've been referring to this season as Corona Tide, but no one seems to appreciate that. <laughs> well, did you put a hashtag with it? That may be the key. Yeah, you know, you put, if the you hashtag, put a hashtag in front of it. That makes it legitimate, right? Yeah, it's I think true. that's it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not a millennial. I'm not sure if that how that works. Neither am I, but I try to impersonate one every once in a while. <laughs> you guys know a millennial here. Hello. <laughs> so how how are the Hoppy family and the Saints at peace and Saint Paul? Uh, we're we're well. I mean, uh, you know, at, at times uh, I suppose frustrated. At times antsy. Uh, at times a little, uh, you know, confused uh, about. Uh, uh, you know, when it's time to put one foot uh, uh, in front of another, things like that. But uh, blessedly, uh, you know, on the whole, uh, you know, not uh, haven't had to deal with uh, anyone in our, our family or congregations, you know, being impacted uh, by the virus itself in a personal health way, you know, and so that's that's uh, a blessed thing. And uh, so, you know, like I said, we're, we're well overall and just, you know, I suppose at this point, like a lot of people, I think are just a little kind of antsy about what <laughs> what to do now, today, right? Yeah. How has the pandemic affected your your community around you? Well, we, uh, as I mentioned, you know, the actual, um, you know, I, as far as I know, and again, you never know uh, exactly, but, you know, as far as I know, in, in our super local communities here, you know, we don't have anyone uh, impacted directly. We, uh, you know, have had some cases, um, you know, in the surrounding areas. There's actually a, a prison uh, that operates about 30 miles north that has had a, a pretty severe uh, outbreak, uh, but uh, I'd say most of the impact has been, you know, both just the, the wondering about uh, whether uh, or when, uh, you know, depending on who you talk to, the it might arrive in a more, you know, local uh, way where, you know, people that, that live in our uh, small towns might, uh, you know, you might actually know someone right down the street or someone that, that has it. That's kind of been one impact. And then obviously some people, you know, have, um, you know, family and friends scattered around that uh, are in areas that are are more impacted, and then I suppose the the final impact is just all of the you know changes with the uh, the stay at home orders and things like that, and just uh, both what that means for people's um, you know uh, situations uh, financially, and also just how they're trying to handle those things uh, emotionally, and then uh, you know I guess the whole community again trying to. Uh, you know, as a as a church too, I think it's important that we're trying to 
you know, take care of one another, and not only in the way of taking care of needs that arise, uh, specific needs, but taking care of one another in the sense that, uh, you know, even within our local congregations, of course, people have different um, thoughts about uh, this situation, uh, and trying to offer some charity to one another to listen and, you know, not just kind of jump right away and say, oh, no, that's that's wrong because Facebook told me so, you know. Um, <laughs> so, you know, trying to just love one another in every in the broadest sense possible in this time. So, Sure. What are some of the ways that uh, that you've been caring for your congregation and the community during these times when we are able to actually meet together? Right. So like uh, like a lot of churches, I suppose, uh, we have went uh, mostly to kind of uh, online uh, services. And, and the one thing, you know, that's kind of a, a blessing about that um, uh, is that, you know, it does give you a chance to sort of even interact with your community in ways that, um, you, you you know, wasn't even necessarily the intention, and maybe that's, you know, bad on our part, but the intention, of course, was initially sort of to replicate what we would do on Sunday morning for the people that uh, were not going to be here. But you do notice just in comments or, uh, you know, who's watching various things that some of the community, especially I think, you know, maybe it's more uh, true in our community where, you know, our, our community is pretty small. There's only a couple churches, and as far as I know, I'm the only pastor that lives, you know, in uh, the community of Finlayson here. And so I think even some of the people, you know, even though I don't think about it on a daily basis, actually kind of go, that's sort of our pastor, right? I mean, he's the, he's the town pastor, right? So uh, they've uh, checked in during this time. So that, you know, that's the, the main thing. Uh, we've also, uh, over at uh, St. Paul's and Bruno, uh, we have uh, been uh, starting up a practice there again of offering kind of communion in a, in a very, you know, small setting there, and, and that's been uh, good as well. Uh, other than that, just kind of trying to use online for whatever. So, you know, I'm doing a Bible study uh, on there on the book of Titus. Uh, that I've been doing from time to time what I just call check-ins and devotions, uh, especially early on, just trying to help people a little bit with, all right, if you do, you know, we all know all the kind of toilet paper jokes, you know, but if you do need toilet paper, does anybody know a store where there there was one? And just kind of sharing some of that information, even, you know, hey, you might have lost your job. I heard these people are hiring. So we, we did that and then kind of would end that with a devotion. And then the last thing was this kind of idea of, Corona verses. I always kind of, you know, have enjoyed words. And, and so just, you know, one morning I woke up and you just kept hearing coronavirus, coronavirus, coronavirus. And, you know, it's close enough in my mind that coronaverses kind of just kind of, you know, as a, as a reply to that. So, so I just started, uh, you know, this idea of putting out very brief videos with words of scripture uh, there to try to give people, um, you know, a way to, to check in often, uh, you know, uh, to, to, you know, have, have that sense that I'm still ministering to them and not just a sense, but actually am, right, by delivering them the word, uh, but also, uh, you know, chiefly giving them the comfort that God's word and his word alone can offer. What is unique about hearing God's word because that's really what you're delivering you're just in Quran verses I see you're just really just giving the word of God just a verse or two a couple of verses 
of God's word. What's unique about hearing specifically God's word? Yeah, well, I mean, ultimately, right, it's the hearing of God's word that brings faith, right, and that brings comfort. Um, It also can be the hearing of God's word that leads one to repentance, right? So all of the things that ultimately we need to do in life in general and in this time, God's word uh, is is the, the power to do that, and our hearing of it, right, becomes the means by which uh, that power, uh, you know, uh, rests in our life. And so, um, you know, uh, one of the things I've joked with other people is uh, I've had actually a couple other friends, you know, that have sort of been putting out videos and different things like that as well. And their videos have been a little bit longer. And I, and I said to them, well, I said, one of the things I'm doing with this is really fighting the Lutheran urge to over explain God's word. And what I mean by that is there's time to do that, to expound and to, you know, we do this in the sun, you know, Sunday sermon every, every week. Uh, but, you know, sometimes I wonder if we almost reveal a little bit, or I'll just speak for myself, if I reveal a little bit that I don't think the word of God alone, right, can work the things which God intends, uh, you know, uh, with it, you know, and that I, if I don't explain it right, or if I don't say, well, don't think this, or don't go this way with this verse, or, you know, go this way instead, if I don't do that, somehow the word is not going to accomplish that for which God sent it forth. And that's obviously just crazy, you know, to, to think that way. Uh, and so I've really, with this uh, particular, you know, little project or whatever you want to call it, have just said, I'm going to just try to throw the word out there. You know, sometimes I give, you know, maybe a sentence or two afterwards, uh, but it's usually almost just you know, paraphrasing exactly what what was said there, and just say, right, let this sink in, right? Let let this word of God, uh, you know, edify you and and uh, you know, lead you to, like I said, yeah, I think um, to repentance, right, to faith, uh, and uh, as that happens, then right to comfort and joy and peace and all of those kind of things. Yeah, there's some benefit to slowing down uh, and just and just reading <laughs> and not trying to over overthink or overanalyze but just uh just reading or listening to uh the word and letting it sink in what uh, what truths from god's word are especially important to share during this time of pandemic well, I think, you know, um, a couple things. Uh, one is, you know, this basic idea, and I found this throughout ministry, right, that when the situation is the most chaotic, the most broad uh, promises of God are important, right? So just that God is present, right, that he hasn't uh, left. Um, and so I think that's important, right? Um, uh, secondarily, um, just this idea that God has promised to particularly be with his people, right, as we, again, respond to the word in repentance and faith, right, and he and his grace through Jesus welcomes us time and time again through the word of forgiveness, you know, restores us to that right relationship as family with him. That's not just that you're forgiven, but it, it offers you now this whole life with God in his family that is, um, you know, important to have that where God protects us, provides for us all of these things uh, that our Heavenly Father uh, does for us. And so, you know, I think those things are key. The other thing, you know, that sometimes we don't 
want to talk about as much, but there is this, uh, you know, call to repentance in the Bible, uh, particularly in times of calamity, right? We, we see this call to repentance, and that's one thing I've shifted a little bit on, which was, at first I used to just say verses for comfort, and I kind of changed it to aid and comfort, because uh, sometimes the word we need to hear is one, too, that says, right, return to the Lord your God, right? Uh, yeah, why? Because he's gracious and merciful, indeed, but uh, but we need to hear that word uh, also. So there is that, that calling back. And then the final word, obviously, especially, you know, with this falling in the Easter season, is that great Easter message that, you know, if the worst comes to worst and this coronavirus makes its way to you or your house uh, or to someone you love that is in Christ, it can't take from you uh, the life that Christ has given to you. And, you know, that's that's the ultimate hope we have as we face uh, this crisis and really anything that uh, truly terrifies us or, you know, shakes us us is is that message there's something better coming amen amen pastor philip hoppy at peace lutheran church in finlayson and saint paul lutheran church in bruno minnesota thank you so much for sharing with us corona verses today pastor hoppy <laughs> oh glad to do it you hope you guys have a enjoyable day and uh, god's peace rest upon you amen well we have more to share on the coffee hour coming up in just a little bit uh, we're going to talk food. We've been talking food for the soul. Now we're going to talk about food for the body. You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Cool,